I'm not gonna start this shit. <laughs> What's happening? Nah, nigga. All right, uh, let's try something else. You are now listening to. Nah, that's a little too serious. Let's try something. Hold on. Nah, nigga, niggas ain't sultry enough. Man, just get on with the fucking show. Wait, wait, wait. All right, let's get it. All right. <laughs> What's poppin', you guys? It's your boy, Father Mike, in the building. You know what I'm saying? Where he on WBLS, man? Come on. I, I was trying to start it, man. I don't know why you over here trying to disrupt my mojo right now. Like, I'm, I'm not understanding it. Hey, man. I'm trying to get back into my groove. You feel me? So can I do that? Okay. Can I, I can do that, right? Go ahead. All right. What's poppin', y'all? It's your boy, Father Mike, in the building, a.k.a. Mr. Hypervolt. And, you know, my boy Jajiglo ain't here right now, you know what I'm saying? What? need a handle, but we here with my man AZ. What's going we, on no, with you, No, 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 no. Don't, don't cue it to me after uh, you say shit. What the fuck is a hypervolt? What, what you mean? You said Mr. Hypervolt. What the fuck is that? Hey, man, if you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm just going to hypervolt in it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. You know, hyperact, I'm going super at it, you know what I'm saying? I'm going dumb at it. I'm always grinding. That makes no complete sense. Hey, man. Makes put... perfect sense if you get it. That's all I'm going to say. Hey, introduce yourself. You going to introduce yourself? Yeah. What's going on, folks, man? It's your man, AZ, a.k.a. Royal Rugby Rap, a.k.a. Sadie and Sean. No man, nigga. You said what? Huh? Nigga, I said hurry up, nigga. Anyway, aka Saddiest Young, aka emphasis on the Saddiest, you feel me? Um, yeah, man, it's your man, bro. I'm back up in the building, man. What it is? Anyway, we enough about you, bro. Uh, let's get into these topics. <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's like, nah, man, but for real, we got you know, we got to start off first off with you know, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Yes, yes, no, Wakanda forever. So I hate niggas forever, even though I don't like saying Wakanda when I talk about Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, like I hate. I, I feel like he really hated that bro, bro. Oh like, no, no, trust me, he hated when niggas made him throw up that X. <laughs> that was more. It was more to his life than the damn X. But I mean, then again, it did play a big. I mean, we're gonna get into that, but it did play a big role into other people and stuff and how they view, you know, African culture and stuff like that. But. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, big up African culture as a whole. Yes, yes, yes. And I just feel like you sometimes, you know, because it's like when I when I had, well, first let me even, you know, go over what you know just happened, what transpired before I even go about what I was going through. Yeah. But you know, it means and get word about it. You know, Chadwick Boseman uh, had passed. You know, very uh, abruptly. You know, so sudden. Mm-hmm. You know, just like other men this year that have gone so suddenly, such as, you know, Kobe Bryant, Pop Smoke, uh, John Lewis, yeah. you know, you know, recipes to John Lewis as well, man. I don't even think we said that on this podcast. Recipes to him as well. Mm-hmm. But 
It was just, it, it was very, you know, sudden. Uh, he died of colon cancer, you know, at the age of 43. Very uh, soon. Which was, yeah, very soon, you know, a young life. You know, he just started getting, you know, bigger and bigger roles as he was getting older. His you last know, role in particular was, I believe, was a great role, was The Five Bloods, directed by Spike Lee. That was a great role. It was a great role. He played that role great, too. Yes. yes I indeed. didn't particularly like the movie, but his role, I, I really liked. Mm-hmm. I just... I mean, that's, that's, that's up for debate. Yeah. I thought it was a great movie. I mean, the storyline nah, was, like, nah. very... It was, like, I mean, the storyline is cool because believable and, like, it probably did happen, whatever, finding treasure, da-da-da-da. But it's like, bro... Y'all niggas was 60, I know what your issue is. <laughs> I really thought I can't, bro. I was watching that movie like, did they go in the flashback or did Chadwick just get added to the group? I'm really I'm yeah, confused. So you, you felt as though they should have had younger actors for the rest of them. Except, but yes, I, they, it's funny nah. that you say that because even when I was watching it with my mom, she was saying it. I think that was symbolism. Like it, that was on purpose to be like, you know what I mean? Like they, even though they moved on with their lives, they still have to go back to those moments. So he is oh, the to same. see him as the young one because he died there. Yeah, he's, he's oh, okay. yeah, you feel me? He's, that's what they last seen him as. So it's like, that's why he's that. And they look the way they look. That's just them reliving it. But also it could be, hey, I don't know, maybe Spike ain't have enough money for some younger actors. Yeah, I'm going to just, I'm going to just, I'm going to let Spike, if, that, if Spike want to say that, I'm going to let Spike have it. Even <laughs> though I know damn well he ain't want to pay for them other actors. He didn't want to do no new, new edition. He yeah. didn't want to do none of that. He was like, you know what? Let's have them think that when in reality, Shadrick was just the only young nigga. And we didn't have time to find another young nigga. Sh- Shamar Moore, he turned nigga. it down? He ve- probably. That probably. That was probably the case. That was probably the case. You already know he always be in the Wait, class. Wait, is his name Shamar Moore? No. Who? Shamik Moore. Shamik Moore. Shamik Shamik Shamari. Shamar Moore is the corny light skin nigga. I know Shamar Moore, yeah, from Smart Guy. Wait, he was on Smart Guy? Yeah. No, not Sh- oh, I'm thinking I'm thinking of um Gooden. I, all these light skins just be boggling my mind. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they just they just all be there. You I think Shamar Moore is the one with the uh the with Tyler the Perry piece. nigga with the messed up uh braid wig. That's Shamar Moore. with the hairpiece, John. Yeah, yeah. CSI and I N C S. Whatever he's on. You know, special victims unit. Yeah, nigga think. just want to take his shirt off and just look at himself in the mirror, nigga. Yeah, that nigga. Yeah, all that. Gillette Fusion ass nigga. That's <laughs> it. <Just> him. <laughs> but, man, what was I even saying? Yeah, this definitely took away from... I, we was we was talking about uh, Chadwick, but we, we ended up talking about the Five Bloods. Okay, yeah. But anyway, going back to Chadwick, it's just, you know, it's really uh, just amazing not only you know how his people were able to like just keep this so covered, um, but just to see what he was able to do uh, during this time, you know, mm-hmm. uh, he was diagnosed with it at 39, so he only lived four more years, uh, and it was already on stage three, so you know it was only it wasn't you know much else you can do from it, you know, which is actually very sad because even in this. Uh, CNN article, they're talking about how it's ironic given that the disease is very, you know, preventable if you catch it early. Mm. You know, so it's this is just, you know, it's heartbreaking, man. 
Yeah, definitely is. Like you said, it came all the way out of left field. Um, didn't even expect it. You know, like you said, 2020 has been a very rough year. Even just, you know, I've I've dealt with you know a death in my family just personally. Like right, I I think a day after Chadwick Boseman, a day or or maybe two days after Chadwick Boseman, and it's just like, woo, like it's just all a bunch of stuff just piling in at once, and it's just like. Dang, it, it, it gets you fearful. You know what I mean? It makes you scared because it's just like, what? Well, you know, what? I'm I'm not even gonna say that because then they'll show you that. But a lot of people have been like, oh, you know, September be great to me. Like, what more do you have in store? Don't don't provoke September. <laughs> don't because it'll show its ass. You feel me? <laughs> so let's just be grateful for the times that we have right now. Let's be grateful that you know the people that are still here with us that we're still breathing. You know, and we're able to push things forward. You know. Um, in particular with Chad Bozeman, a lot of people talked about Black Panther 2, what they should do. I don't really think that's a topic that should be discussed at this moment. Oh, I think more so, we should just be focusing on his legacy and what he brought to the table. The man was s- such a great actor in the stuff that he did. And also, he played roles that was for us, for our culture. The man played Thurgood Marshall, Jackie Robinson, James Brown. You know what I mean? And to and to top it off, T'Challa, you know, for Black Panther. And it's like... You're he also had a really good movie with um A Message from the King. That's a, that's an undercut. That's an underrated movie that people don't even know about. I don't even know that movie. I'm, I'm not even going to lie to you. Yeah, it was actually... I actually just found it, like, I think last year, just on, like, the random. Mm. And I was like, huh, it's Chadwick Boseman, A Message from the King. It was basically just him, um, I think, trying to find his sister... Mm. Uh, I forgot where they was. I was in like Louisiana or like Jamaica or something. It was somewhere. Mm. But he was just trying to find his sister. It was like an action movie type of thing. But he did a really good job in that as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was like he was very versatile in, in his roles, you know, mm-hmm. what he was able to do. Yes. And it's it's just crazy to me that honestly, that he was 43. Like, yeah, I'm not going to cap. I did not know he was anywhere near his 40s. I didn't know. I didn't know that either. I thought he was still like early thirties, maybe. I thought he was late twenties, early thirties, to be honest. Like at old, like oldest, probably thirty five. Mm. I was not thinking anywhere in the forties. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, it's it's some it's it's crazy, yo. But it's something to admire. Mm-hmm. You know, just to be that that hard working, to mm-hmm. be that not only hard working, but at the same time low key. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to be like those those type of uh, celebrities, you know, those those public figures that you only see them when they're getting paid. Like, you only see them at the events where they're getting paid at. You know, yeah. whether the the Hollywood red carpets or the NBA slam dunk contests. Mm-hmm. Like, you only saw them where he was getting paid at. You ain't see or hear anything else about him. Yeah, you step out. I step out. I come get my bag. I go home. Yeah, exactly. If I'm making it, maybe if I'm doing something for the free ski, like maybe you know, or if you're doing something out of love, maybe like the Howard commencement things yes. like oh, that. Oh, also we have to yes, yes, coming yeah, from two was... individuals who are soon to be HBCU graduates definitely have to show them love to that. That that man mm-hmm. is a, a Howard Bison, even though you know what I mean that's them, but you know it's it's, it's still HBCUs, man. But you know, yeah, we just we show all love to HBCUs, man. And like 
he's a person that, you know, also gave hope on that tip because it's like they tell you all the time, like, it's hard to make it out of HBCUs or it's like, why would you choose that and stuff like that? Like, that's just proof right there that HBCU has a lot of talent and has a lot of great people that, you know, attend those universities. So it's like, don't count us out. You know what I mean? We 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 do as much as the, the next person at another university. You know what I mean? The thing thing, our universities breed us for you know for greatness. You know what I mean? So it's just that I, I want to also point that out too. Like he definitely gave a lot of people hope. You know, coming from HBCUs and stuff like that. So I feel like another thing he also uh, pointed out with his life was just that you know how long people really are working. You know, to really break through in their profession. Mm-hmm. You know, knowing that he's forty three, and it's like the roles I was seeing him could have been longer than what five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Like at the earliest mm-hmm. when you started seeing him. So that means he was already well into his thirties before he started making breakout roles. You know, started making, you know, actual uh, film changing roles. Yeah, so like that. That reminds me of people like. You know, such as him, such as Tyler Perry, even off on a tangent, just talking about how Tyler Perry just bought uh, 35,000 square feet just to for his new uh, airstrip, airline strip or something like that, his mm-hmm. plane strip. They can have a hangar for his plane or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just like thinking about it, he's still in his 40s right now. He ain't start getting popping until he was in his 30s yeah. or late 30s, actually. So... Um, Chadwick had passed at 43. Um, mm-hmm. his first breakout role was 42, which is he played Jackie Robinson, and that came out because I remember going to the movies and seeing that either with my mom or my dad, and that was what 2012, 2011, so that's eight years ago. That's eight years, so you know, granted, you know, they got to do production and stuff like that, so I give it 2011. He started that, he started his first breakout role at the age of. 34? Mm-hmm. 34. And it's like... 34, right? Is it 34? Yeah, nine years ago. Yeah. Oh, nine years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was saying... What was it, 2012? No, but I said, you know, give it 2011 because but he finally got his starting breakout role at the age of 34. So that should just tell you right there, like, he didn't give up. Like, some people, like, even just, you know, we're, we're young right now. We're 21 thinking, like, oh, if we can't do this right now, like, it's over. Like, we got to figure something else out or we got to do this and that. Like, no, like, you got to still keep going. You know what I mean? Even, like, even just not even chat with, look at 2 Chains. 2 Chains been rapping for so many years, you feel me? He didn't break out until he was damn near in his late 30s, you know what I mean? Like... He had duffel bag boys and he did all that, but like it didn't really stick after that. Shoot, but, even looking at the newer acts, look at Benny. Benny? He's 35. Benny the Butcher. Benny's 35. Wow. They're, yeah, them Griselda the niggas, they old, bro. Yeah. Shoot, look at Fabio Foreign. He's 30. <laughs> he's 30. <laughs> he's bro. 30, man. And he's calling somebody that's 19. He's big bro. Hey, yo, let's not talk about that right now. <laughs> Let's not talk about that right now. Let's talk about, that's another time. That's another time. Blue clothes, Hey, yeah, don't worry about that. But yeah, it's just you know, it's really talk because you know, and I feel that's an important lesson for uh, us youth. Because uh, many times, when we just, you know, we try to live life too fast, and 
we start to see ourselves as not youth anymore, but, um, you know, as hardworking old adults that have to be working, 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 trying to find the best way of income, um, not like just to live, you know what I'm saying? But not only to live, like just regularly check to check, but actually like thrive in what we're doing, you know, and it, it takes a toll on us, you know, there are many times where, you know, we'll be calling each other, talking about just how all this is just seems so overwhelming. It's like, you know, you may see, even though you don't want to ever compare yourself to people, because that takes away your joy, as we, you know, said here before. But it's like, you know, you be looking at other people, you're like, dang, man, you know, they're getting into positions, even at times at an earlier age. Mm-hmm. You know, it's getting, the the age rate for success is getting lower and lower, it seems like. You know, it seems like back in the 70s, you could be 35, no problem, and then just start a business and become successful. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You'll still be looked at as, you know, uh, honored and everything like that. But nowadays, it's like, shoot, you ain't doing nothing at least 18? It's like, what what you doing with your life? Like, right? why are you 21 in Bora Bora? <laughs> you know, I looked up a flight to Bora Bora. Alone, the flight is $3,000. And it's like, hey, man. You seeing niggas man. your age go there? And they ain't staying for no one day. They staying for for a week. You know what I mean? I, I looked up those prices. Just to stay for <laughs> one day in a villa is $2,000. Come on now. You know what I mean? Yeah, Even though that don't make no sense to what I'm talking about, but just think. It, that, I, nah, it, it makes perfect sense. It, it, it makes perfect sense. Why can't I have that? <laughs> hey, man, it's all about... Not I want to be in the clear oh, water. Spraying Louis Vuitton out of my bitch bed. Clear. I want to do that. All the time. You feel me? Sipping out coconuts and shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I got to sip out of coconut last summer. Yeah, I mean. I'm talking about on the, you feel me, on the Queens beach, though. You feel me? Like. DR, DR was clean. DR was clean. But still, like, I, I had I had that courtesy of my mama. You feel me? I ain't do that shit on my own. You know what I mean? Being <laughs> honest. Like, you feel me? I'm no niggas my age just out here traveling the world doing this and that. Like, I knew you in high school because you wasn't doing this. I might be snitching, but your feds holler at him. But um, you feel me? <laughs> yeah, I ain't making that was all that was that was Zay. I never said any names. I'm not Takashi. Stop. Senior at Morgan State University. Ew, yo, 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 yo. My man, you you tripping, dog. Hey yo, you funny, bruh. The nah, it's really like and it's like, you know, all power to them. You feel me? Everybody got to get to the money. You know, there's money out here for all of us. Mm-hmm. But it do be having you look like, all right, man, you be you you subconsciously start to rush yourself. But when you see people like this, it's like, even though, of course, we're not just saying, you feel me, like this lollygag to, you know, to your 30s or to your late 20s to start doing something. No, you got to put but the groundwork in now. Yeah, but know that putting that work in now, it may not that's the that's a, that's the thing a possibility that people be be overlooking. Like it may not pop off right now. Like it, it, all because you starting off with some steam. You feel me? Like you starting off uh, maybe because you starting off in a new uh, area, a new field. You know, you got your homeboys getting you hot right now. You feel me? You drop a couple singles. You think you all that? Yeah. You feel me? You pumping up. And then after a while, it's like all right, not many people checking for your shit now. Like you know what I'm saying? You're still rapping the same way. You're still doing all you need to do, but it's like it's something that ain't popping yet. I think, and it may, oh, it may take time. I think people, you know, and it's funny because we we quote Nipsey Hussle all the time, and like we like you know everybody Nipsey this Nipsey that, 
But actually listen to what Nipsey had always said. He said the marathon marathon continues. This is not a race. This is not just one shot. It's over. This is a marathon. Marathon, it takes time. You build up. When you when you run a marathon, you don't just straight give it your all right then and there. You feel me? You gotta, you know what I mean? You gotta build that momentum. And then when you feel like you're close to that finish line, like, all right, now we get into it. You feel me? So everybody like, you feel me, like it's it's not everything is just gonna happen for you right then and there at once. You feel me? Now you could put your you could put the groundwork in, you could do all your uh, you know, the things to make it happen, but it's not a guarantee it's gonna happen right then and there. But it's it's always about who perseveres and who who stays true, you know what I mean? And once you stay true and persevere, things won't come down to you. If you want if you want things the easy way, they ain't gonna last long, you feel me? And that's all facts, not one opinion. You feel me? And it's funny, because I was actually looking up Nipsey quotes today mm. for this little project, you know what I'm saying, little project I'm a part of. Mm. You know, I'm going to be dropping soon. Okay. But yeah, he was, he really be speaking facts, not only in his music, but just in regular life, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I still miss that nigga Nipsey, bro. Mm-hmm. Real talk. But to wrap all this up, man, really, this Chadwick is a great person, it seems. Great actor. You know, really had a lot of transcend roles. You know, just a, a great man gone too soon. Yes, yes, yes. And always, always wanted to help out or, you know what I mean, just give knowledge any way he could. You know what I mean? And even just, like, I feel like the way people felt about him, he was just so relatable. He didn't look mm-hmm. at himself as a big star or stuff like that. Like, he can come into any room and talk to anybody. Like, I don't know if you saw the video or the clip with him and Jimmy Kimmel. When, like, they had people talking to the Black Panther poster and he was behind it and stuff like that. And, you know, he came out there and he was actually having real genuine conversation. Like, after the people had said stuff to the poster, he's having real genuine conversations with the people. He was giving them hugs, showing them love and stuff like that. Like, he's a real person. He was somebody that even, like, you can't, maybe you can't physically touch him, but you feel like, yo, I could go up and talk to Chadwick. You know what I mean? Like, he he cool. He, he's a nice dude. Like. So I think that's what what stuck out to people the most about him. Man. You know, he he definitely will be missed. You know what I mean? And also, as black people, we just gotta realize, yo, know, we do gotta check on our health, man. Yes, that that's, is that is true. That's very important. You that know, is true. So we do gotta actually as many times as we just, you know, we're so caught up in our own lives, we still gotta make sure that we up to date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, to be moving how we moving. You know, we don't want to just be moving and then uh, out of nowhere, you just feel a sharp pain and, you know, God forbid any of the worst happen. Yeah, I think we have you to get out of that saying? mentality of, like, if we're not in immense pain or if it's not, like, like it don't feel like it's the, the worst thing in the world, it's like, okay, we're good. You know what I mean? It's like, no, like, we got – don't get me wrong. You still have to keep pushing at the end of the day, but how you going to be still pushing if you're six feet under or if you laid up in a hospital bed? So I think we have to take time out. And also, but that also does play to another conversation as well, too. How, you know, healthcare when it comes to black people is not, you know, all the way there. Like, you gotta realize we still like it's hard for us to get insurance sometimes, you know, health insurance. We gotta pay deductibles. Certain doctors may not wanna, you know, mess with certain people or mess with certain things. So it's like it is also another factor that plays into that as well. That like Granted, you know, Chadwick Boseman was somebody who had money and stuff like that, and he could go to maybe the best doctors and see. But even just with the best doctors, you still see that, you know, unfortunately he passed. But, you know, for regular everyday people, especially in our communities, 
we we sometimes don't have, you know, the opportunity just to call off a day at work and be like, yo, doc, I need to see you real quick. Like, you know what I mean? So that also plays a bigger thing as well, too. So I think we also, you know, I mean, we're going to get into, like, you know, voting and stuff like that maybe later on and stuff like that. But also, like, that plays a part, like, when we come to voting and stuff like that. Like, we need things for our community that's going to help us so we can live longer and do certain things. You know what I mean? Like, there is more than just a person in the office. Like, you know, maybe they could put some initiatives in to help, you know, our communities when it comes to health care or if certain people can't afford it or certain programs and stuff like that, you know, so... Hey man, you took the words right out of my mouth, bro. You know what I'm saying? No, oh, I was, I was, I was spitting knowledge, kid. Yeah, you spitting all the knowledge, bro. I thought yeah. I was going off all on a tangent. You feel me? I didn't think I was spitting the knowledge like that, guys. Nah, you was all down the devil ranch, bro. You okay. feel me? I couldn't even hate. I was just letting you shine, bro. But yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Just, you know, if you are, you know, fortunate enough to have health care and things like that, man, don't, don't let it just go to waste, yo. Yes. Use that joint, get your checkups. I should actually begin my checkups soon. You know what I'm saying, and just Shoot. make sure make sure your health is all good, man. I'm gonna come on here and be honest. I I'm a type of person. I'm low key scared to go to the doctor. You know what I mean? Because I'm I'm I just had fear in my mind. Like if I go there, they're gonna find something. You know what I mean? And I have to get out that mentality. Because even just recently, like you know, I, I mentioned um, my grand my grand my great grandfather had passed away a couple of days ago and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. um. You know, it was a very, like, it was just a very weird time. And, um, you know, just being candidly honest and stuff like that, I had an anxiety attack. And, like, the whole time before, like, I realized it was an anxiety attack, I was just like, oh, I'm, I'm having a heart attack or I'm having a problem, this and that. And I'm just, like, on the side of my bed, just like, oh, like, nah, maybe I'm acting out or I'm doing too much. Like, I don't want to go to the hospital and stuff like that. But, you know what I mean? In a certain case, what if it wasn't that? You know what I mean? I should have went to the hospital and stuff. So it's just like you gotta be you gotta be cautious about certain things and you know how you feel. Like regardless of what what other people may think or like what they think your condition is this and that, still always go check yourself if you have those opportunities, if you have healthcare to do that. So yeah, you know, definitely check in, you know, if you're able to. I know a lot of people may not have that luxury or not, but um, you know, just just check in. Even if you feel in the slightest little discomfort, if you're able to, check in. Cause you from you never know what it is. And also, a bigger thing to the story, bro, at the end of the day, you never know what people are going through. Even though we have our ways of thinking and how we, things might go or, like, you know, even just going back to Chad, like, when a couple of months ago, a picture came out of him being very skinny. We thinking, like, oh, people was on Twitter talking about, oh, he looking like a crackhead. He doing this and that. I never said that, you know what I mean, that he looked like a crackhead or anything. But I just said, like, oh, maybe he's getting ready for a role and stuff like that. Whole time, he was going through chemotherapy and and you know, going through surgeries and we didn't even know. So it's like, you always got to be cautious as well. Like, you don't ever know what people are going through. You know what I mean? Just, just be, just, just be cautious how you, how you put things out in the world. You know what I mean? Cause they, they do come back somehow, some way. Make sure to have your good character. Yes. And that's what we were just talking about before this call even. Yes. Yes. Even not, not, I even feel like I got to talk about it. Cause it's like, you just brought it up to mind, but it's just like it's it's really talking about just how true your character is. You feel me? You gotta be very careful about that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not gonna get too in depth into it because you know my listeners may not be, you know, those of Christian faith. But for me personally, you know, I just know that my destiny is God driven. 
but the, you know, the, the fulfillment of my destiny is up to me mm-hmm. and it's up to my character, you know, so in character, so character is really important, you know, just how you approach people, how you address situations, you know, thing like that. But just know, man, always keep your peace. Always keep your health, man. Even if you got to stay in a big ass bubble. You know what I mean? Facts. But you know who else staying in a big ass bubble? I knew you was going to go there. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Who, who else is in a it bubble? It was right there. It was right there off the glass. It was right, it was right there. It was, you feel me? Mm-hmm. I had to. I had to. You mm-hmm. feel me? You know what I'm saying? My nigga, yeah. Nigga just threw it right off the backboard. I was like, yeah, I got to go Blake Griffin on that one real quick. Uh, here comes more basketball references. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Okay. I gotta go Blake Griffin on that one real quick. Little windmill, slamma jamma. But but <laughs> you don't jump over hoods of Kiev. See, we was going at a good pace, and you just wanted to do some new stuff with it. Like who's Blake Griffin did not jump over a hood of a kid. Yeah, but it was like, why'd you even have to bring that up? Like because I'm just I wasn't going not, with the flow though. You know, you're not doing that. And nah, I'm just saying, if first of all, we got, if we're going to be on that, why did they say that he jumped over a car? He didn't jump over a car. He jumped over he, the hood now. You know of what? what? No, uh, but they tried to make it seem like he jumped over the whole car. But he jumped I watched over the hood of what? Eyes. But he jumped over the hood of what? Of a Kia. Of a Kia, which is what? A vehicle. <laughs> a vehicle, which is what? A, a motorized, you know, uh, object. Which is a motorized object, which is what? Nigga, it can keep going, nigga. Which is a sedan. Nigga, shut the fuck up, <laughs> nigga. It's a car, nigga. Nigga jumped over a car, nigga. Hood. It'd be the main niggas talk that can't jump over a car that talk about this nigga jumped over a car. Yeah, all right. Hey, you know what nigga, I do I jump over, nigga? Jump over a car, nigga. Jump over the wheel, nigga. Jump over the wheel. Jump all, Jump over all four wheels, nigga, and I'll give you that. Hey, man, I can jump rope. Yeah, exactly. Nigga, I can jump a nigga into crit. I can't jump over no car, but that's a whole other story. Nigga. Anyway, what we're talking about <laughs> is the NBA back in action, baby. Yes, you know, been actually back in action for a good minute. Like, yeah, we've been yeah. going for a long time. So yeah, yeah, it's actually last time we was talking, we was talking about how the NBA was not going to start. If they was going to start, it was going to be because LeBron. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is. It wasn't even because of him. It wasn't even because of LeBron, because LeBron actually voted to stop it. In this recent news of the, you know, the NBA boycott, uh, where the Milwaukee Bucks didn't take the floor uh, on their game against the Orlando Magic when they were still facing them, even though now they're getting blown the hell out by my Miami. I hope the Miami won this game, but I think they're playing right now, too. Miami better have swept these dudes, bruh. Oh, spoiler alert, if you ain't caught up. But, oh, well, that's on you. But the Milwaukee Bucks, they ain't take the flow, you know what I'm saying, in the wake of the shooting of Jacob Blake. Yes. You know, and I was shot seven times in his back by the police. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all the other teams, didn't, they didn't uh, play in the game. They follow suit. You feel me? They follow suit. The WNBA, they were showing support by having the – Seven bullet wounds in the back of their uh, warm-ups. Now, now, before we... It's crazy because, like, we're talking about the, the NBA and their bubble. The WNBA has a bubble as well going on. And it's crazy because, like, I mean, you know, it's patriarchy in our world. But they don't get... WNBA doesn't get as much credit as they do for the stuff that they've done. They have been stepping. 
they are the big steppers. Even when just any shooting or like whenever social injustice, they are the first ones to do something. And that's my really take that women really do run the world. Like, if anything, people have been picking it back off the WNBA when it comes to the sports and how they're handled, you know, their social justice initiative and stuff like that. And, and, and it's crazy because they don't get credit for it. Like, yeah, we got some Black Lives Matter t-shirts and stuff like that, but they're actually, you know, going forth with the seven bullet wounds and they don't say her name. Like, they're taking time out of their actual games to, like, say Breonna Taylor or do things for where social injustice. And it's like, we all we talk about is the NBA, how they do it, but the WNBA has been stepping since the beginning. So I want to give credit to them and I want to show them the love and support. You know what I mean? Like, oh, man, we, 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 even though this, this uh, patriarchy society, you know, it benefits me in a way, even though it's less of a benefit because I'm a black man, I still benefit from it. And what I'm going to use in my powers is my benefits to help them. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? I love I love all the women in the world. Y'all know how I feel when it comes to women. You know what I mean? I have the greatest mother in the world. Not even just a mother, though, but just you just got to love women regardless. You know what I mean? Like, they're the ones who run everything. They're the reason why things are the way they are now. So it's like, hey, man, we even though we love future music so much, let's, let's at least try to be nice to our women. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, except for that last part, because Lori Harvey broke up with him, so you already know. Oh, this next yeah. album is gonna be crazy. Yeah, this next album is gonna be having me hating y'all, bro. Oh okay, all right. <laughs> Yo, Lord, forgive me. Y'all about to be, <laughs> y'all about to be mad at me, man. Oh wow. Jeez. Oh my gosh. Yeah, let me stop. <laughs> but nah, for real though, like you know, WNBA does you know deserve a lot more respect than they're given, and a lot more money. Yes. You feel me? Yes. This is probably known that a lot of people probably even know the WNBA was still going on until, you know, this whole Jacob Blake thing happened. But um, even going back to that Jacob Blake thing, you know, these police shootings are still happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not stopping. You know, even though we are still protesting, we are still in the streets. It seems like they just caring less and less. Mm-hmm. That's That's really all it is. And the thing that they have a license know, to kill. Yeah, that that's really it, you know. And they're more but, upset about the Jacob Blake thing because he didn't die. Exactly. You know what so I mean? It's still sad it. that he got shot seven times in his back, but he ended up paralyzed from the waist down. And it's like, he's alive to tell his story. Hopefully he didn't. Hopefully it's not permanently. I mean, hey, man, hopefully, yeah, hopefully it's not. But, you know, and even like, even just that, like you shoot him seven times in his back. You know what I mean? Saying that he reached for a knife. When it comes out, he didn't even have a knife. He was going in his car. You shoot him in front of his kids at that. Now, his kids going to have to grow up with PTSD and stuff like that. And it's like, on top of that, to add insult to injury, you, you handcuff him to his bed at the hospital. The man is paralyzed. Where is he going? Exactly, bro. He can't move. Where is he going? No. And you don't even, they're not even disclosing what they're charging him with. Like, they literally just have him. Well, they from previous reports, they said that he has a third degree sexual assault warrant, and that's mm. what it was. But from what people are saying, I'm not going to get into if that's true or not. From what people are saying, they said that it, it was a it was a bogus charge and it was this and that. But hey, you know what I mean. Granted, if he does have a you know sexual assault case, and you know what I mean, we will condemn uh, condemn him for that, and you know we 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 will handle that accordingly. 
But even even with the case that they supposedly say he has a warrant for, that doesn't warrant a man getting shot seven times in his back that didn't do anything. You know what I mean? Putting that to the side. It's just like you they're they're trying to find they're trying to justify them killing us. And it's like they're doing everything in their power to justify like trying to shoot us or kill us or harm us. And it's like it it gets very depressing and it gets very sad because it's like, damn, like I could just step outside my house. Like, granted, like Jacob Blake wasn't even doing anything. The call came because two women were fighting. If two women, if you the police are getting called for two women fighting, why does your attention go to the black man that tried to break it up? Shit don't make no sense. Anybody see anybody sees the issue here? Your call is for two women fighting. At the end of this, a man gets shot seven times in his back. Where was the correlation with this man? He's where is the crime that he's committing in this incident? This has nothing to do with him. What happened to the two women? Did they get arrested? Did anybody talk to them? You know what I mean? So it's like you just saw the nearest black guy that you saw out there. It was like, you know what? Let's harass him. And first of all, even if he did have a warrant, why are y'all running him? Why are y'all running his tags or running his like his ID and stuff like that? When there's literally two people fighting, there's a dispute going on with two women. Where did Jacob Blake come out in this situation? Like, it, it, I don't, I don't understand. Somebody need to explain that to me. Nobody gonna explain it to you. It's already known. It's already known, man. They're never gonna explain it to you. But even then, going back to this NBA thing and how they boycotted, uh, as I said before, you know the Bucks facing the Heat. It's evident that. You know, they're back on. So, you know, they only boycotted for about half a week. And it was like three or four days, yeah. Yeah, half a week. Mm-hmm. And they continued literally, what, that following Monday? They continued that following Sun- that Saturday? That Sunday, I think. That Saturday Sunday. or Sunday? Yeah, I think, yeah, Saturday or Sunday. Mm-hmm. They, they continued, so not even a week later. And it just... Has me like just wondering, like, was that what was really the purpose of that? Like, I understand why it was done, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, Jacob, like, this whole thing did happen in that state, you know. Well, it didn't so, happen in Florida, like, the bubbles in Florida, but the Bucks oh, said the Bucks did something because Milwaukee. it happened in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And if you know, Milwaukee is in Wisconsin, Kenosha is not that far. So basically, it happened in the Bucks' backyard, and they felt like you know what I mean? This That's is why I, yeah, they own state. Yeah, this is our state. Like this is our people. So we need to, you know, we need to we need to make awareness about this. We need to do something. But it's like it really just makes me think. Like, was that really? I understand you're bringing awareness to it, but it was like there was already so much awareness from it. Of course, you added on to it because like you're the NBA. Mm-hmm. So of course, people are gonna be you know flocking. Media are gonna be flocking from all over it see what y'all talking about. But it's like, to not even be on the boycott for a week? <laughs> well, like, granted, they just... had a meeting, and the Los Angeles Clippers and Los Angeles Lakers wanted to end the season, but yeah, 28 other teams wanted to continue. And when they had the the meeting the next day, you know, the Clippers and Lakers agreed because LeBron and, you know, said other players, they said they had a conversation with Barack Obama and he said, in order, like, to bring more awareness, you should continue and just speak out every chance you get. 
So it wasn't, it was something that they definitely heavily thought about. And, you know, they said that Obama convinced them to like, you know, continue it. So, you know what I mean? Whether everybody has their own opinions. Some people think it didn't do anything. Some people think it did a lot. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, wherever you feel, you know, there was still an awareness being brought regardless. Because even if you didn't know about the, well, that's it. At this point, you have to know about all this stuff is going on in the media. You have to know. If you don't know, you're choosing not to know. But let's say somebody didn't know and somebody was a big basketball fan and they turn on TV and like, oh, why the NBA ain't on today? What's going on? And then they find out the backstory and it's like, oh, you know, it's two people in this world. It's people that's like, damn, that's crazy. We need to, you know, speak about this, blah, this and that. And then you have the other side of people who's like, what the hell are they doing that for? Shut up and play. Like, and we already know who the shut up and play people are, but, you know, I digress. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like there is there is um, power to it because I guess it's like it's showing a glimpse, if anything, like if it's not doing anything else, which I don't think it was doing anything else, if not doing anything else, it is showing a glimpse of the power that they hold, you know, especially now with, uh, well, especially just with NBA's commissioners always being so, you know, forward thinking mm-hmm. uh, he's very progressive really, yeah Silver. so they really give it into the players hands you know mm-hmm. and the players really do have the power to say yo we can stop this if we really wanted to like <laughs> hey. if we really like as you see we did for this game like if we wanted to stop just playing completely we really could and people gotta remember when Adam when Adam Silver first got hired his first duty as him being hired was to ban Donald Sterling so he is somebody who's always thought about his players first before anything. That's facts. That's facts. He, he has a record of showing like I he actually cares about his players, other than <clears throat> Roger Goodell. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. You know, Mister Gorilla in the coop. You know what I mean. Now that. you want shout out to Sean Watson. <laughs> shout out to Sean Watson though. Yeah, he did get his bread. He got his bread. Okay. But you know, you know what I mean. I know, now you want to stand with Kaepernick. Like that, nigga. Okay, I'm seeing these contracts starting to go up a little. They got a little bump to it. You mm-hmm. feel me? A little, you know what I'm saying? A little bump to it. So I'm, I'm gonna see what what else they, you know, they offering. And you know, it's crazy. Even the NFL, even though we wasn't supposed to be talking about the NFL, the NFL had actually, you know, they piggybacked off the NBA. They're gonna allow uh, the players to put, you know, their social justice messages on the back of the jerseys. But <laughs> four years ago, when you had somebody kneel for social justice. He got uh-huh. condemned. <laughs> okay. So we see who's pandering and who's not. But you know, hey man. No, honestly, bro, every time I think every time I see the NFL probably doing something that's like even in the slightest of positive for black people, bro, I'ma just credit it to Jay-Z. Like I'm, I already know. Bro, I forgot. Bro. I forgot he even had that fucking deal with him. I didn't even see him do anything but add some fucking halftime music. But we nah, still he, love he Jay. He been doing more. He, he has okay. You know, I mean, I y'all know how I feel about Jay. That's my nigga. You know what I mean, Jigga, my nigga. A <laughs> shit is a B to the is a. <laughs> yeah, stop. <laughs> <laughs> like just end all that. <laughs> <laughs> 
And like it was, it was good. It was good. Stop the drinking, my nigga. Yeah, all that. At Just the end of the day, it. though, how you stab a nigga in the all ass right, and anyway, end up on all that? Shout out to the Lux, man. Play, I just hope that players in general know that they have a voice and they are more than athletes. They are more. <laughs> And just binded to whatever profession that they are playing, and that they should not have a mentality that without this they are nothing. They are humans. They have a great destiny ahead of them, and they should know that. And especially if you black, nigga, you got all the power in the world, bro. Yes, that's really facts. Ain't no so who else got some power in the world now? Before you, before you, before you say that, before you say that. How did the locks end up on all that? Can you please explain it to all me? All right, bro. So anyway, going on to my man. If Kenneth you Walker. think I'm jiggy. Anyway, we're going back to my man Kenneth Walker. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Stopping. Uh, Kenneth Walker who was the boyfriend to Breonna Taylor. You know, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Queen. Uh, some positive news that we have seen have been, you know, he sued the police. You feel me? He sued the, the Louisville police department. And he better get every fucking dime. You feel me? He, he uh, sued him for immunity uh, against his actions that night under the Kentucky Stand Your Ground law. So, uh, basically, um, they were trying to get him in the bag, you know, saying that he was shooting at officers. They performed a no knock warrant. Yeah, even though they was coming in without a warrant, you know what I'm saying? But, um, they were saying how he shot one bullet because he was a licensed gun owner. You feel me? Licensed, all clean. You know what I'm saying? He shot a warning shot. You feel me? Just to scare off anybody that's been going. He thought that um, he, he thought that he was getting robbed. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And when you got your your strap on you and it's licensed, you're not aiming to kill. You just aiming to move him out the way. So like. You know what I'm saying? Unless you got, yeah, we ain't even gonna get into that. But they was trying to get him in. You know what I'm saying for whatever they was trying to get him in for. And he was like, Nah, bro, I'm not gonna go for that. You know what I'm saying? So he turned around on their ass and he sued their ass. He got the fuck up out of there. He was like, Nah, bro, we ain't about to do all this. You gonna kill my girlfriend? You starting this whole riot, this whole pan, uh, this whole epidemic within the pandemic mm. right now. Mm. You continue and just making it blow up, mm-hmm. and now you try to wrongly accuse me of something I ain't even do, um, and it's now even showing uh, what you might call it. It's showing suspicion, you know, because one of the officers had had a gun wound to their leg, but now it's showing suspicion that it was friendly fire. No, actually, not showing officer. suspicion. They they uh, proved that he uh, that one of the officers got shot by his own uh, partner. Oh, yeah, because it says right here, it said, but question whether Madden Lee was struck by his client's bullet or friendly fire. So the fact is, they did that shit. Whether it was proven or not, they did that shit. Because they just trying to bring another black man down. They see what they did, and they wasn't trying to go down for that. So what they did, they did the coward way out. They shot their mans, as their actual protocol is. No, I don't think they. I don't think he intentionally shot his man. You know how they they said that you know Brianna Taylor got shot eight times. They were just shooting because of the first warning shot from Kenneth. So they probably was just blindly shooting, and he ended up shooting his partner. And he's like, "Oh, I can't have shot my partner, so it had to come from them." I don't feel like that was the case. You don't think so? No. 
I don't. I wouldn't willingly. But then again, I could be I could be speaking very ignorantly, so yeah. I'm not gonna say any any more. You feel me on that? But I feel like this is you know it's, it's good news. Yeah, and, and it's saying? and it's something right that back. I want to touch on also. And it's uh-huh. crazy because you said that you know he's he's suing under the stand your ground law, and he's also a licensed you know gun owner. It's crazy how we always talk about the Second Amendment, or we always talk about you know using your stand your ground laws. It's 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 all fine and dandy until it it, it tries to be in the favor of a black person. Exactly. And like. Oh, now the law shit worked just because it was, it was a black person. Even um, you know, I just seen a tweet. Uh, I don't know if you have known, but it was a man in um, in Washington D.C. He was 18 who got killed by the police. Um, I don't want to say his last name wrong, but I know his first name was Dion, and he was 18 year old young man. He got killed by the police in D.C. You know, it's been protests about that lately, and um, you know, they say that he had a gun on him, but you know, they it turns out that he threw the gun away before he even got killed by the police. But um, a lot of, you know, the other side of America keeps posting videos of him with him showing guns and him in videos with guns and stuff, basically trying to justify his killing. But I'm like, y'all talk about y'all always want to have guns and that, you know, y'all let y'all kids start shooting guns at four years old and stuff like that. It's not a problem then, but when a young black man is in a video with guns and stuff like that, it's a problem. Why can't I have guns or why can't I use, you know, what's my God given right? But you know what I mean? Y'all can. It, it don't make no sense here. It like in what is is I don't know, man. I'm I'm just rambling at this point because I can't even figure it out. Are you speaking facts? No, you speaking facts because they know exactly why. They don't want us to have any sort of power. They don't want any power. I'm gonna just fucking say it. it. It's good until a nigga can do it. Yeah. It's good until a nigga can do it. Everybody, everybody want to have a gun until a nigga get one. Then it's like, oh my god, he's a danger to society. So you're not dangerous coming in subway with a whole M15. He's a menace to society. Nigga, I put if I put tomatoes on your shit right now, you are gonna blow my head off. Yep, exactly that. Like, like, and I, I think people don't get this. Like, get this. This is like, all right, just speaking for the black community. The black community, we're not killing each other or killing because we just outright animals and want to do it. There's always a cause and effect to it. Like when a black person is killed and stuff, even like they talk about this with black on black crime and shit. That that doesn't make sense. Black on black crime is not real. It's just crime. You feel me? Um, you only commit crimes on the people that you're in the same proximity with. But people aren't just going around neighborhoods killing each other because. They just feel like killing each other. There's always a backstory to it. We were put in these, we were put in these places, and we started gangs, and we, you know, we had certain drug trades and stuff that was going on. There's always a reason. Now it may seem senseless because the reasons had got, you know, had got buried in, in, you know, the years and years of stuff that's been going on. But there's always a reason. This this kid like kids on the streets is not getting killed just because like they see another black kid and was like I'm gonna kill him. No, maybe it's a gang war, maybe it's a drug war. You know what I mean? Maybe somebody brother got killed, somebody uncle got killed, they pops got killed. This is revenge, and it's like they don't they're not doing these things on purpose. It's because the the, the situations in the in the um how what's a good word to say? I'm just keep with situations. Situations that they're put in. Yeah, no, I was gonna say that, but it's just like I wanted to say a bigger word to seem more articulate. But 
you know, this is this is the cards that we were dealt as black people in our communities. You feel me? We didn't ask to be to grow up in the ghettos. Granted, I never grew up in the ghetto, but I know people who did. I have family members that did stuff like that. My family, my my mom, you know, she grew up in the ghetto when she was young and stuff like that. My father did, but you know, they they were luckier than most. They they found things to do to make it out. You feel me? And they're the low percentage of that. You know what I mean? They they even when they, even finding a way out, we still didn't. It wasn't peaches and cream when we found our way out. You know what I mean? Granted, they did what they had to do, but not everybody has those same opportunities and stuff like that. So we need to stop making these things. Like I feel like I'm just going off on a tangent, but this is this is truly like it. It makes me upset because like y'all condemning these people for these areas, but y'all made it this way. Y'all made it this way. Y'all the one who put drugs in the hood. Y'all the one who put guns in the hood. We don't have no power to get these things. Where where is these things coming from? I don't know a nigga that can make coke right now. Like. I mean, I'm, I'm probably getting deep. Like, if you know, you know. So I don't got to really say too much. But it's just like, y'all, y'all make us look a certain way for things that we have no control over. And that's the, the main problem. We don't have no control over a lot of stuff that goes on. But y'all going to still make us look like animals. And that shit is heartbreaking. It's, just, it's fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, we don't, we don't do this stuff. We're not choosing to live these the certain ways that we live. And when we say we, I'm talking to me, uh, us as a community because I speak for my people. Regardless if I'm not in the same situations as them or maybe doing the same things as them, we're still one. I look at myself as one with my community. So we are not doing these things for just the fun of it or for the love of it. No, it was situations that they put us in. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean, boss. And honestly, the makes it I think I said a lot of bullshit. I feel like. Nah, you were saying a lot of truth, man. That's why I was just letting you rap. You feel me? It was your time. It was your time to shine. You feel me? It was your spotlight, Dream Girl. All right, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. I am not Jennifer Hudson. Please don't play with me. It's your dream girl. I ain't even. It's funny. My sister always had that movie, and I never watched it. Yeah, man. I just know. It was I watched Idle Wild before I watched Dream Girl. Oh, you probably gonna get some heat for that. No, I just I never watched. I watched like parts of Dreamgirls, but I used to watch Idlewild. Actually, I don't even really remember Idlewild too much, but I know I watched it because Andre 2000 and Big Boy. Anyway, no one cares. But the sad part about it all is just that, you know, everything that you were saying, crack is already know, man. Like they already they already know what they're doing, and by the time we find out, it's already been twenty years. It's already been 30 years, you feel me? So it's like, we just, we got to move ahead now. We got to move. And when I mean like move ahead, not like just move on from it as if it doesn't happen. Of course, we're supposed to react. And we're supposed to stand up for ourselves and demand a change, you feel me? But at the same time, we got to start just moving ahead with ways to, uh, you know what I'm saying? Can I make a comparison to something and leave you with, and uh, leave you with something to think? I hope you think. Okay, you got. I hope I think. Let's okay, yeah, let's hear it. September eleventh is nine eleven, right? Yes. Nine eleven happened. What year? Two thousand one. Okay. What year is it now? Are you about to compare this to slavery? Yes, but you ruined <laughs> it. I think we. I saw the setup, Brad. <laughs> like, 
you you, you damn you, you you just threw the you threw the ball out of bounds, man. Yeah, but I saw it on Twitter, bro. I, I even sure see it on Twitter. Twitter. That's the funny part. I saw it on Twitter already. I was like, I feel like he was gonna be like, Hawkins, that was only nineteen years ago, but slavery was four hundred plus years ago, and they telling us to forget it. Exactly what I was about to fucking say. All right, you know what? I don't even need to be on this uh, on, this, on this shit no more, man. Okay, since you got all the answers, since you know what the fuck you doing. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Like we peeping it though. We already there with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm kind of mad you ain't let me cook, bro. Bro, I feel like it was a it was an easy love right there. I'm not gonna lie. Like I think. As soon as you said 9-11, bro, and then you said, how many years is that? And I was like, I see where that is. <laughs> okay, I'm right, I'm right. <laughs> I already see the path. Like, it was right there, bro. Okay. You could have saw that from a mile away, bro. I was like, you know what? I'm going to just spare you the time. I'm going to spare the viewers the time. And I'm going to just let them know what they was probably already thinking as soon as you said how many years ago was 9-11. Okay. All right. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? But you want, but think about this though. <laughs> what album came out on that day? Uh, Blueprint. Okay. Like what other album came Blueprint. out on that day? The Fab album. Exactly. <laughs> and what songs was on the Fab album? Um. <laughs> so into you? No. Keeping it gangster <laughs> and holla back, younger. Nah, okay. Now go back to the Jay Z album. What songs came out on that album? Like don't give a fuck was actually a great one. That was a great one too. What? No, I was thinking. I was thinking of the songs that was on the Fab album. Yeah, Fab album was very great. But Holla Back Youngin and and um Keeping It Gangsta came out, right? All right, yeah. what was on the Jay Z album? Um, uh, freaking, I'm drawing a blank right now. H to the Izzo, All I Need, Hovey Baby, and and. The Takeover. Now, we're going to talk about The Takeover. What was The Takeover song about? Oh, my gosh. It was a diss to Nas. Yeah, it was the diss to Nas, right? <laughs> and then, and, and, um, was it Mob Deep, nigga? Yes, and to Prodigy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Rest in peace, Prodigy. Yes, rest in peace to Prodigy, QB. Now, The Takeover, right? Was a diss track to Nas. Uh-huh. I'll just leave it there. Bro, what you going with? Reservoir Dogs or <laughs> Pina Colada? Yeah, okay, stop. <laughs> stop. Stop. Reservoir Dogs or Pina Colada, bro. We, we definitely can't talk about Pina Colada on this, on this <laughs> airwaves. But what did the takeover... I <laughs> Anyway. What did the takeover... What did the takeover... What did that lead to, sir? Stop, bro. Reservoir Dogs or Pina Colada, bro. I need the answer. Reservoir Dogs. But anyway, <laughs> what did what did it take over? So you really do? just going? So you really just going? Mark out Pina Colada. That I'm not day. speaking about Pina Colada because you know what? <laughs> a lot of our people that probably listen don't even know what we're talking about. But anyway, <laughs> my dad, do shut up. Yo, please, yo, please. Uh, if you listen to this, please go listen to Pina Colada if you have it, bro. Probably the best song you ever gonna hear. He's lying to you. I'm pretty sure it's going to be one of the best songs you will ever hear, bruh. Pina Colada, bruh. That joint was really like a like a staple. No, it wasn't <laughs> a staple because you couldn't ride around listening to it. How is that a staple? But anyway, can you just answer my question for me? 
Yeah, we right here. Anyway, <laughs> what did the takeover lead to? <laughs> it led to um, what beef between them or something. But like? what song did it lead to? Ether. Okay. Now, what is Ether? Um, that shit that make your soul burn slow. Is he Dame Daddy? Okay. <laughs> This has nothing to do with slavery. With black. I'm trying to connect the pieces, but you won't let me. You know what? That's okay, another. Keep going. No, nah, it's another. Keep it's going. it's another conversation for another day. Nah, keep going. Keep going. Nah, nah. you're gonna lead me to. If you're gonna lead me back to our people, let keep me keep going. I'm Just saying, go. is he Dane? Is he Dane? Daddy? Dane? Did he a Dane? No, I messed up. See, Look I can't even say it no more now. You messed me up. You kept. You kept messing Don't me up. Don't even know you're going. Don't even know you're going. No, I know exactly where I'm going, but you messed me up. I don't even want to say it no more. Oh, oh, that's what it is. I'm just saying. So you Biggie and he's Puffy. But who is Puffy? Puff Daddy. Exactly. Why did he keep switching his names from P. Diddy and Puff Daddy to Puff and all this stuff? Um, I, I really don't know. I, I, I don't know. Exactly. What is this proving? Exactly. We don't know. All right, guys. This has been another episode of the Why We Here podcast. (laughs) If you didn't know why you came, duh. I just connected that dot to you. you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they already answered for you, man. You just answered get it. Back. We don't know because the name of the we're show is Why Are We Here? We don't know right, why we're here, but we keep coming care. back every you know, week. God bless. God bless. You know, you know, all love. You know what I'm saying? All power to y'all. Listen to Pina Colada if you can. Um, and just, yeah, have a great day, man. Y'all, 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 y'all take care. I'm ending this. All right.